Hey guys, it's the Spongeworthy Podcast. My name is Daryl Williams. And I'm Zach Hillman. And of course, today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 17, The Wife. And our guest is the delightful, our good friend, Dakota Freeman. Hey, it's me, Dakota Freeman. <laughs> yeah, Howdy. stick around for the theme song. <laughs> She said I wasn't sponge worthy. Yes, I think I'm sponge worthy. I think I'm very sponge Sponge worthy? The sponge worthy podcast. Sponge worthy. All right, guys. We are here again, of course. Yes, the sponge worthy podcast. Dakota, how you been, man? Been doing fine. Cruising in this crazy yeah. world of ours. <laughs> Cruising. Yeah. Trying to get by. <laughs> Cru- One day at a time. One day at a time. Yeah. Cru- cruising, I associate with, like, you're looking for some poontang or something? Oh, or, yeah. Or gay dick, maybe? I don't know. Just, um, poontang means happiness. The, uh, yeah. Yes. It absolutely <laughs> does. 100%. You're yeah. driving with your top down, with you got your some hair Van out. Halen playing. Yeah. yeah. Just, dog. like, ready to mingle and ready to get those good vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Sounds so, like it. Dakota, also, uh, what is your like love of Seinfeld? Is it a big one or a small one? So I, I do like I say, because I'm a big Larry David fan, I would sure. say I'm more of a Curb fan. Right. I love the shit you out of that, that show. so much. Which, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I have seen a lot of Seinfeld. And then I, I like Seinfeld because I like Curb. It's like... I feel like Kerr is basically Seinfeld, but like radar version would get away with yes. more stuff. So totally, sure. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just yeah. So I'm a big fan, just the type of humor. And um, are you a uh, Seinfeld the comedian fan? Do you like his stand up or? I, yeah, I feel like it's so hard to see his stand stand mm. up. Like I've seen like you, you will see it on the show. Mm-hmm. You can of find course. a couple clips, but yes. I feel like unless you go actually go see him, well, he has like a couple specials. Yeah, right? he has he's a like, few specials I've on seen, Netflix. I, mm-hmm. I've seen like some clips of the older one. Oh yeah, he's got that one with uh, where it's like he's doing his old yeah, jokes, his old material. I actually, yeah. I've yeah. been wanting to watch that one. That's probably that his out. most famous one. It's called uh, "I'm Telling You for the Last Time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is all of his old like yeah '80s bits and stuff. Um, yeah. You most of uh, the Seinfeld bits come from that special, yeah. um, but I would say um, he has his later stuff. He has like I think two other specials, um, I, but it is Seinfeld. I mean, it's still him. Man, Jeff Foxworthy just came out with a special on Netflix, and he did not age well. Oh yeah, <laughs> he did. yeah. It, every joke was just like, Shh, "Okay, Grandpa." Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> I saw the meme where it's like something about where he's like, when you got when I was young, you get a trophy because you did so- or something or whatever. Right, like, right, right, right. Hate <laughs> her done, and then like, yeah, yeah. like that's not even your catchphrase, <laughs> Jeff. Go, you can, go back to the convalescent home. I mean, even like the uh, the sixty year olds in the audience were like, huh, oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. that's like I feel like that's. That joke was probably happening when people Jeff Foxworthy's age were giving us all participation trophies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I think that's a joke from King of the Hill. Dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. And not done as funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. But I feel like if you watch old Seinfeld or even new Seinfeld, um, like comedians in cars, like, I think he's still pretty funny. He's still, yeah. like, oh, yeah. with it. Like, he's not. Oh, I do love the movie Comedian. I yeah. guess I should say that. that I do love that. I've watched that many, many, many times. So yeah. I do love it. And it's very cool in that where you're watching him kind of be an open micer for like a little right. just starting trying to find and his footing also, again. And it's also Orny Adams, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And then he's mm-hmm. he's he's pretty funny too, but he's like, yeah. he's like just a nutcase in the movie. <laughs> it, it proves how like it's not just how funny you are. It's how well you're liked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think a lot of comedians can – fall into that like uh trap of like you are funny but very unlikable yes very. yeah <laughs> totally the bitter becoming like bitter of your peers it's i think that's what uh larry david kind of found it his uh early uh success like where it was like he wasn't finding success because a lot of people were like you're funny but you're kind of an asshole yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, yeah. if you were less of an asshole, maybe we wouldn't need Jerry to, like, kind of be the front of this, like, comedy, like, but it's, you know, train. But it's so weird, too, because, like, I don't know. If you ever hear guys like uh, like Letterman or, like, guys that came up with, like, Jay Leno. Sure. They talk about, like, what a, what a like, selfish piece of shit Jay Leno was. Mm-hmm. But when you see Jay Leno, he is so likable. Like, he's the definition of... of he's not... This is going to send. I'm taking shots at an icon. He's not even that good of a stand up comedian, really. Like, a lot of his jokes, you see where they're going, like, right off the bat. Sure. But he's so likable that you, like, want to hear him tell you, you know? And you, yeah, obviously he has a style, that that monologue style for sure. Um, yeah. Which is a thing. Like, it's, it's, you either like it or you are like, eh, okay, I get it. Yeah. So it's I don't think formulaic. it's even like, how likable or how good of a person you are. It's like how, how likable you are in your onstage persona sure, too. You sure. Know? Confidence that you're just the greatest. Charisma, right. charm, whatever. You, yeah. And like before, uh, the tonight show had, uh, Leno go on, like they had Seinfeld, like guest hosts and stuff all the time. Like while, like a, including Leno and, um, Clearly, Leno was like, oh, yeah, you could do this. But Jerry Seinfeld, if you watch old clips, like I think they're on YouTube, you can totally tell, like, he is not a good host. Mm -hmm. He is not, like, just casual. Like, you can tell, like, he's like, what do I do? What do I do? What's your deal? (laughs) What's the deal with your face? Uh, Danny DeVito, and it's like, what's the yeah. deal with these cue cards? Yeah, they're not going as fast as I want them to. <laughs> I don't know my cue, and I can't see any cards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, it's it's almost like uh, not as bad as like you know the Chevy Chase show or like Magic Johnson's show, but oh, yeah, oh, God. it's it's up there. Yeah, wow. I mean, Joan Rivers like also would guest host, but right. she's, she's she killed like, it. Yeah. And I mean that's why she hosted shows for so long mm-hmm. after that. But yeah. But uh I, I understand though, like, yeah, um, you know, you couldn't have Seinfeld without Larry David, but you could not have it also with just Larry David. Yeah. Like, I think Seinfeld's like your Paul McCartney, you know? And Larry right. David's like John Lennon, you know? Right. They're right. like very yin and yang and you need someone who's a little more like strident, mm-hmm. willing to like break from the mold and do something edgy. But then you also need someone who can like just come in and write a banging hook. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what Jerry Seinfeld is, you know. Totally. Right, right, yeah. right. Um I feel like, yeah, they're they're very cool uh separately, but um it'd be interesting to see I mean, obviously they have that Seinfeld episode on curb. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah. I wonder if uh you know, Seinfeld could do a curb show, you know, or would that have not you know, could Seinfeld have been originally like Curb, you know, on NBC? Oh, it's so hard to say because we live in a post Seinfeld world. We live in a post Curb world right. too. So it's kind of like these things have broken through the wall and like redefined comedy, and now like people can make those moves in their wake. But like HBO wasn't even doing shows at that time, sure. so there was no like premium outlet for, uh, you know more x-rated comedy right so yeah it's just it's just impossible to say unless we build a time machine (laughs) (laughs) that's the that's a cool episode to uh spect right you know the episode of seinfeld called the time machine (laughs) 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 jerry and george go back and make curb instead (laughs) but this Conversely, this sounds like the fa- the Family Matters writers did an episode right. of Seinfeld, <laughs> right? Where they're like, and then uh, Jerry gets into his transformation chamber, and he turns into Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> yeah. and like, <laughs> and he's an even more bigger heartthrob. Yeah, <laughs> he fucks even more women. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> you think it's just one woman a week? No, it's three women a week. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh. Well, let's get into uh, said of Jerry fucking. He's definitely yet again has another girlfriend in this episode. 
Yeah, uh, quite a, <laughs> quite a, you know, remarkable one as well. Right, big guest star this week. Yeah, well, we'll uh, we start with a little bit of stand up, um, the dry cleaning relationship where you're just passing the thing I back like and joke. forth. <laughs> right. Yes. You should have them consult you when you buy clothes. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is like the type of thing that like Jerry Seinfeld notices. It's so mundane, but like, yes. he puts it in a way that's really interesting. You this know. is definitely in that special we were talking about earlier. Uh, the whole, uh, yeah, dry cleaning bit is very, very popular. And the whole, like, uh, why do they call it dry cleaning? It's, there's a liquid back there. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like There's no dry cleaning. If yeah. you, like, scrape off some food on your shirt, that's dry cleaning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. such, such a fucking boss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very, very tight bit. Um, also, um fits in nicely with this episode. It's basically about a dry cleaner. Yeah. Um, so after that stand up bit, we have uh Jerry hanging out with the new girlfriend played by dun, 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 dun. Courtney Cox. Yeah. Yeah. TV's Courtney Cox. I just feel like Jerry's ego has grown so much over the course of the show that like now he thinks he can fuck the same women as Bruce Springsteen. No like, shit. This is like this is such a like big get for him. And like, just toss him to the side so easy. He doesn't right. care at all. Right. <laughs> like, wow. Right. He's like, <laughs> he does not like this girl that much throughout yeah. the episode. He's, Quickly yeah. is like as soon as they become the the wife and husband, it's like, ugh, this girl's yeah. the worst. Yeah, no. So um, they're they're having this conversation about Oh yeah. Fun um, fact. Um Yeah. Courtney Cox in this episode uh, literally is like six months before she got casted on Friends. Oh, wow. so oh I was wondering. Right yeah. before Friends. Yeah, because Friends came out like 95. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. So maybe this helped her get Friends. Who knows? Yeah. She was like, I am one of the six most likable people in the world. <laughs> like, okay, we'll eventually pay you a million dollars an episode. Okay. 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 Right. 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 Yeah, no. We'll be paying you more than Seinfeld soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's wild that they all got paid the same amount as Seinfeld, and there mm. were six of them. Mm. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, so um, he's a, he puts on a sports coat to go out with her. Right. Uh, and he finds this locket in the in the blazer. Right. Um, and he's like, I don't know whose locket this is. Let's stop by the dry cleaner. Um, they're talking about what they're going to order. They're both going to order pancakes and they have like a extended conversation about pancakes and yeah, the pancakes are big in this episode for some stupid reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she, he says something like people who order the same thing. They're like one step away from couples that dress like each other. And she says like, Oh, I don't want that. Which is crazy because they're both wearing jackets and scarves. Like, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. They're just wearing different colors of the same thing. <laughs> like, and it's a, it's a callback, too, from another episode because she asked what's the material, and he says Gore-Tex, yeah. which is the same uh, material that George's jacket was yeah, that he had to give up earlier. Yeah, I um, that. Gore-Tex is a big material in the Seinfeld universe. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why. It's not a thing in real life. I've looked Gore-Tex, it up. Gore-Tex. Oh, if, really? <laughs> if you look it up in, on Google, it says episodes of Seinfeld. Oh, wow. It doesn't oh say like, God. oh yeah, this is something you could buy. Like cool. <laughs> Wow. Uh I was about to reach out to Gore-Tex because this <laughs> podcast needs a sponsor real bad. Right, um, we're going to get but... Gore-Tex to sponsor <laughs> us. <laughs> uh now that I found out you're fictional, fuck you Gore-Tex, go to hell. Yeah. 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 But um I mean, I can understand why it should exist. I mean, it does seem like a cool material. Yeah. You know, if it's really whatever they say it is. It feels super versatile that it's this sports blazer and also yeah. George's crazy puffy jacket. Definitely. It's got a lot of range. Winter. Yeah, exactly. Um, do a lot. But yes, he finds this locket in that jacket, um, then decides to, uh, you know, take the jacket and find basically the locket or like mm-hmm. maybe go over to the dry cleaner and see the owner of who owns the locket. Yes, but on their way out, they run into Kramer and Kramer's new girlfriend Anna and their uh Jerry notices that Kramer took his syrup. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, how did he like care so much about the syrup, but like he was leaving his apartment without it in the first place? Right. <laughs> Very confused about the level of syrup adoration. From I guess Jerry. maybe he's just like, hey, I, I keep it over there, but uh, you know, I don't I don't expect anybody to take it. Yeah, I don't know. Have you guys by the way, have you guys ever had pancakes with real maple syrup? Of course, yeah. Dude, it is like you'll never be able to eat at IHOP again. It's, it's different crazy. for sure. Maple syrup. It's it's definitely a different consistency. It's not as it's so much runnier. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's almost like it's close to like pouring water. Yes. Like maybe like soda, but with obviously without the bubbles. Right. Uh, and its right. flavor is more. It's not like an oil at all. Yeah, it's because like maple syrup has that flavor, but it like stays on your palate longer. Real maple syrup is just kind of like sweet, but it doesn't like overpower you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's really really. It's you try it sometime, Dakota. I'm sold. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Get some tonight. <laughs> yeah, I have these maple cookies that I got from uh, uh, the UK. They're mm-hmm. really good. Very tasty. Yeah. They were selling that shit like <laughs> crazy in the Vancouver airport when I was there. Or Oh, really? It was the Toronto airport. Excuse me. And yeah, they're just like real syrup, real fucking cookies. Of course. Maple bars, all that. Yeah. yeah Canada is uh, very big on the uh, the whole uh, commodities of maple syrup. Like they, ho- they own like 70% of the world's like maple syrup source. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. They can actually fluctuate, like, the amount of, like, maple syrup they, like, produce. Like, they fluctuate the price of maple syrup with the amount of... Yeah, they basically, like, they they basically, like, hold back parts of their crop so yeah. that they can keep the price fixed. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because, like, there's so much value in being, like, this is real Canadian maple syrup. <laughs> yeah, is... there's a lot of money in maple syrup. Yeah, for sure. The sugar bush, as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we obviously have them talking about the maple syrup. They're hanging out, and then we have uh, Jerry and uh, uh, what's her face, Merrill. I think Merrill is yeah, is Courtney Cox's name. Yes. Right. Um, uh, they go to the dry cleaner. Yeah, and the locket has a picture of the dead guy's wife. Right. She died six or eight years ago, something like that. And he hasn't. He turned the house upside down looking for the locket, and he's like, "I'm so grateful you brought this back to me." You and your family get 25% off right. from now on. To which Meryl says, like... Oh, I'm his wife, obviously, so I get it, the discount, too. And he was kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. But then still lets it happen. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He doesn't say, like, shut the fuck up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way she said it, too, it was like... Well, obviously, I get it because I'm his wife, and it right. was like she kind of imposes. Like he's like, "Wait, what? What type of wife would like shout?" It feels yeah. so over the top, a little bit. Yeah, very entitled. Um, that's why she got friends. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. She, that's how she got that. She's audition. so cutthroat. Yeah. yeah, she just jumped in and said, "You got to hire me, you guys." Right. She was like, I'm Monica. <laughs> right, bitches? <laughs> Flips everybody off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how Co- Courtney Cox rolls. That's, I she's she's that, pretty sure. She's pretty that sure. type of woman. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but so he's like, yeah, you get it too. Duh. Of course, yeah. And I then, said family, yeah. But then quickly, uh, Jerry is kind of like into this idea. Oh, we're... We're pseudo uh, wife and husband now, or whatever. Yeah, because they go to monks and they're like leaning super hard into it, right? Um, and he's uh, like, "My wife." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and uh, they're using the syrup on their pancakes, right? Because they brought this real maple syrup. Yeah, and then uh, the the cook or whoever mm-hmm. we've seen this guy mm-hmm. like a couple of times. Uh, he comes and he's like, "No outside sauces or condiments." Right. Which I kind of feel his point in yeah. a small way. Well, I mean, what what benefit is it to his business to disallow? People I remember one time I went to a uh, a Mexican restaurant, and uh, my girlfriend's mom, who was Mexican, 
um, brought her own like hot sauce with her in like her purse or whatever. Right. And um, sh- so we go to the restaurant and then as the food comes out, she just pulls out her hot sauce and starts doing it. But then like, yeah, the, I guess the cook or the waiter or somebody like saw it and was definitely like, no, 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 you can't put, nope, mm-mm, nope, you can't have, no outside hot sauces or whatever, like, and, and they were definitely like, mm-mm. Yeah. And I don't know why, but they were definitely like, nope, you can put stuff that we have, but you can't bring it in your own shit. I mean, I guess if someone brought, like, a bunch of crushed up glass and put it in their cereal and then <laughs> ate it and, like, shit a bunch of blood and then tried to sue monks... That would be one thing. I guess. But like right. maple syrup. I'm like, ah, that's pretty innocuous, dude. That's I, I agree. Bringing broken glass again. Yeah. <laughs> we mean, got I, a broken glass policy. <laughs> I definitely strict. feel like um, people should not care, but some might. I don't know. I was thinking about all the times I've brought my own maple syrup to, <laughs> to a restaurant. And it was so much better than the syrup that they had at the restaurant. And no one ever... Yeah. No one ever cared. I've been at nice restaurants that don't have like salt and pepper or anything on the table. And you're like, what's up with the no, no salt and pepper. And they're like, Oh, the chef knows how to season the food. Like you don't need, you're not going to need salt or pepper. The chef yeah. knows how to like season it. And you're yeah. like, Oh, well what if I want a little bit more than the chef recommends? You're like, no, you don't get more. Yeah. <laughs> you get what the chef brings you. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't know this chef. I, yeah. Who is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> like, what if I wanted a little saltier? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So uh, they're hanging out at Monk's. They're having a good time. Kramer shows up. And then they're talking about uh, how he's uh, going to a dinner or something like that. Or he's got like some dinner date. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um and uh Lane oh sorry we skipped a scene where uh Elaine is outside the health club right and she meets uh this guy Greg who i guess right. she knows or maybe has like dated with or flirted with right and uh you know she's just waiting there for George to come out and then as mm-hmm. Greg is leaving he full on like french kisses her yes i don't understand that scene <laughs> I don't either. I don't have like I don't know why he did that or what so open mouth kissed her too. Like just yeah. totally just whoop. If it was like a little peck on the lips, I would Yeah. That could be construed as like a friend thing. Right. I don't and know. And this was like literally just after um she was hanging out with a dude that just whipped it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She's got... Oh, that's like, in the car, right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so. so, like, in a weird way, I feel like Seinfeld, uh, when it comes to Elaine, like, has, like, shined a light on a lot of, like, sus men behavior. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> where you're like, dude, back in the 90s, dudes used to just do this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess dating in the 90s was just what we'd call rape culture now. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. This, yeah. Um... <laughs> this, is, this is all red pill behavior. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, in this episode, though, like Jerry's also got this bitch calling him my husband, and it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't, right. you didn't agree is, to that beforehand. Which you know? is a different type of like cuck scenario. Yeah like a very rom-commy sort of mm-hmm. cucking there <laughs> jerry definitely does not have boundaries like he does like he lets people like take advantage of him off all the time yeah and yeah. um obviously i think it's to the you know comedy ensuing hilarity aspect of it but like you want to think to yourself like if that was a real person you'd be like hey bro don't let people do that to you. Like these people are assholes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) would you let your friends just walk over you? Let that, that way? Like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So then, um, so then we have uh, later in Jerry's apartment where Kramer's there. And Elaine tells Jerry about, uh, about the kiss. And, uh, right. And then she, uh, I made a note about this. She drinks from a sport bottle, which just like, do you guys remember fucking sports lids from yes. the 90s? 
They were, they were very so huge. Very involved. Very much, yeah. Why did they fall out of fashion? I think it's because people are like into reusable bottles or something. They definitely are. Yeah. The sports lids were more expensive, I remember. More plastic, I would assume. More plastic, definitely. But But yeah, I think um I don't know. Reusable bottles I think are more so the case now. But uh yeah, for a long time um I used sports bottles all the time. It'd yeah. be sweet. I thought they were like super cool. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about chugging from a thing that just feels so good, you know? And it's like, a, you know, a, a pseudo, like, squirt gun. Yeah, exactly, you know? Um, so, yeah, she's she's chugging the water. That comes into play later. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have... Um, uh, they buzz George up. Yes. And she's like, hey, what happened to you at the health club? And he's like... There was an incident. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) And then he's like, basically like, I peed in the shower, which to me is like such a not crime. I don't think it is a crime at all. I've peed in plenty of showers, especially at the gym. Dude, I like, I pee in the shower sometimes, even if I'm like not taking a shower, I'll just pee into the shower. Why not? Because I'm like, I got a hard on. (laughs) There's nothing else I can do, but... I can't. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna aim it into the toilet. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah, yeah of course. That's gross. Um, <laughs> like like George said, it's like it's all going in the same drains. It's all like the same. Like who gives a fuck? It's the same. It's all pipes. Yeah, I it's mean, all pipes. I don't know. I mean, in a public, in a public space, I understand it being a faux pas. But especially like, if he was like doing it all like woo, like yeah. fire hosing it and like just. <laughs> Getting it everywhere, like the building's on fire. Yeah, yeah. he just turns into Adam like Sandler and uh, on yeah. different people, like yeah. and, like looking at others, like now it's on your leg. Yeah, um, <laughs> but like if he just like literally casually just like kind of let it like dribble down his leg or whatever, and yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, and I... then of course the other dude, Greg, supposedly saw him and was all like. That guy, that guy, that guy he's, needs he's to get worse ousted. than Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> I just wouldn't say anything and just. Yeah, yeah why I'm would you? Like, All right, that's, that's what that guy's doing. I don't know. There... <laughs> I would love to see Dakota in a gym, and he's peeing. Oh, and that'll it's... never happen. <laughs> <laughs> somebody just goes up and goes like, "Hey, you can't pee," and then, and you're just I'll... like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> life would crumble (laughs) (laughs) but like okay so everyone else acts like george is a monster for peeing in the shower like every single character which he's not he's not at all i feel like the other characters must just be lying about peeing in the shower if he took a deuce in the shower that's oh that's so that's so different because it doesn't just wash away he's just it lingers just like stomping it down on the fucking like he's making wine out of grapes and he just stops it's his shit (laughs) this whole premise is really tickling daryl listeners it's really getting to him sounds like a messed up episode of seinfeld yeah yeah Yeah, definitely (laughs) Um, but I, I think did. that's more of like an episode of uh, "It's Always Sunny." Yeah, it does yeah, sound like more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you took a shit in the prison shower? Yeah, I could no see wonder Frank. no one will rape you, Frank. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, but okay, do you guys believe that Kramer doesn't pee in the shower? He totally does. This like does it. not doesn't fit his character at all. I mean, in later episodes, uh, he has he puts a garbage disposal in his shower. Yeah. So he can start like cooking food and making food while he's showering. So like if he's doing that, he's definitely peeing too. Like Yeah. No joke. I could see I could see Elaine. I could see Jerry because Jerry's like fastidious, but George and Kramer definitely pee in the shower. I agree. There's no way. Yeah, I could understand like most women maybe I don't know. I would assume even nowadays most women probably pee in the shower. But I could understand for the just sake of the argument, um, Elaine and Jerry probably wouldn't. But yeah, Kramer totally. George, yeah, well, obviously. Actually, Newman, yeah, like yeah. a bunch of like. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I do want to say I just consulted my notes again, and we also learn in this scene that Kramer takes baths. Right. Oh, yeah, that's course. what he yeah. said. Yeah, that he actually that makes tracks. a lot of sense. That yeah. tracks. So he doesn't even have an opinion on it. He, right. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, you're not going to take a leak in the bath. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we have uh, George, yeah, like clearly um, upset about it. Then we have a scene, uh, Jerry runs into Meryl at the dry cleaner, uh, and they're both dropping off quilts, a quilt that Jerry's cleaning for Kramer. Right. Um, Because, yeah, now Kramer has to get on the, like, good 25% off deal. Yeah. Which is, like, how much is really, like, dry cleaning already? Like, it, it was, I bet that quilt was, like, six bucks. So twenty five percent off. Okay, so you're saving a dollar twenty five. Yeah, big whoop. <laughs> but I mean, it's Kramer, man. He never pays full price, He's... right? Also, it's again, it's six dollars. Yeah, it's not even like a big ticket item. Like I could understand if it's like it's eighty dollars to clean your suit or something. Yeah, no. So at any rate. Uncle Leo uh, is just walking by on his way to catch the bus, and he sees Jerry in there, and he's yes. like, hey, Jerry. And uh, mm-hmm. Jerry's like, oh, yeah, you know my wife, Meryl. And Uncle Leo is just like, oh, my God, you didn't invite me to your wedding. <laughs> this this right. is like this like ruins Uncle Leo's <laughs> life. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, clearly obvious. Like, that's, yeah. I would assume, yeah, like most family members would definitely be that way. He just goes into this like whole thing where he's like, haven't I always been a good uncle to you? I always yeah. encouraged you. I always complimented your handwriting. <laughs> yeah. You had you perfect printing. <laughs> yeah, printing. <laughs> <laughs> His V's were shaped like a triangle. Yeah. Were, I like that line. I don't know why that so made me laugh. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just like such a nothing compliment that I was like, this is something that an uncle would hold on to as mm. like, mm. I feel like I really made Jerry feel good about his handwriting, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> like, right. I mean, I've had like uncles or like family members, definitely like distant like relatives that have said those types of things because they remember doing one thing with you. So every time when they run into you, they'll always be like, remember that one time when I, you know, I always said you were really good at tying knots. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's like, yep yep like remember that one time i told the fuck dude tell your google to calm down daryl i didn't even say anything did we even say anything about google i don't know she's fucking listening though yeah anyway creepy shut the fuck up google um anyway Let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, so then Leo's like, I gotta run and catch my bus. Mm-hmm. And Jerry's like, Oh fuck, my parents are definitely gonna hear about this, right? Of course, yeah. So um, then we uh, cut back to I think Elaine, and then um, she's at the gym with Greg, and um, uh, he's he's like, Oh, can you figure out what type of olives are good for me or something? Mm-hmm. And then he's like. He sends her like all these signals, but then he's like, "Hey, can I have a sip of that water?" And then he wipes it with his shirt, with his right. sweaty ass fucking yeah, that's shirt. Pretty gross. <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> but like... obviously, like he's doing it because like he's worried about getting her germs. Yeah. But then it's more so like uh, I think you're just putting your germs on her bottle. Yeah, dude. Like, do you want to drink a bunch of your sweat right now, dog? Right. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people would do that. And my, I myself, like, I don't care about that type of stuff. Like, even post-pandemic, like, if somebody, like, had a water bottle and I was thirsty, I'd be like, let me have that. I, and I wouldn't I wouldn't do the shirt move. I wouldn't do any of the, like, any. I'd just, just take a hit off it. If anything, yeah. I'd maybe birdie it and not put my mouth on it, but still just drink the water, like. I don't know. I'm not oh a germaphobe like that. Do you, like, as someone who has a wife and, like, small child, like, there's no way I get through a day without, like, things that have been in other people's mouths getting in my mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no, <laughs> there's, there's a zero possibility of that happening in a given day. So it's like, yeah, I kind of just have to be cool with it. Right. And, uh, right. you know, 
hope I don't get cold sores, you know? (laughs) 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 Hope I didn't get herpes from my kid. Yeah. Who knows where she's been? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, like, she's also thinking, too, that, like, these are all these signs, like, oh, like, he's, uh, you know, not wiping down my sweat. Like, I'm not wiping down his sweat. Like, there's all these, like, different, like, signs of sweat exchange. Yeah, it's just, like, a lot of fluid exchange between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And And some of it means certain things. Others, it's an attack. Yeah, there's a there's a whole like fluid sort of like obsession in this episode with mm. like the maple syrup and the urine and the sweat and the spit and just the dry cleaning and it's mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. too so much many, fluid. Too much fucking fluid. This, <laughs> give me some powders. <laughs> Come on. Right. Right. Like, so um so yeah, she's clearly upset and now she's kind of wanting to like, you know, not date him. Oh. She's indifferent. But this is also um, George walks in and Greg reveals that like, oh, I saw that. That's saw that dude. sack of crap piss in the shower. <laughs> and yeah. I'm going to re- I'm thinking about reporting him. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I want to point out a couple of things. Um, Greg's plot to turn in George is so long simmering. Like he doesn't just like do it the moment that it happens. No, it's like, I'm going to wait for the right yeah. time. He's like, I'm going to let this marinate. It's like so weird. Like just fucking report him. And then that'd be the end of it. I mean, also, I mean, we're jumping ahead, but like he has motives of why, he, like when he wants to tell, like, because he's like trying to like, you know, make time with a certain person that he's going to tell. That's true. That's true. Um, and then the other thing I want to talk about is how George hurts himself on the stair stepper. <laughs> yeah, that scene, that, mm-hmm. I, that was pretty funny. And it's just like yeah. a cut. Like, it's like split second. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so, like, something that would happen in the background of a Broadway musical. Sure. And it's like, it's just using Jason Alexander's skills. And he doesn't get to do much physical comedy in the Not show. really, no. It's like a really over the top moment for him. It, it, like, I like really it. Hit it's fun. Me. Yeah, um, I like I like George in this move or in this uh, episode a lot because I think it's such a George thing for him yeah. to like have this like innocuous thing happen to him and it just blows up in his face for no reason. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those like, oh, that's why he's the way he is. Yeah, exactly. And of course, he can't just let it go. No. You can't just like move on, go to a different. <laughs> and he's trying club. to, like, yeah, and he's telling Elaine like, "Let's please befriend him, like put in a good word for me." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so then we have um, we have Meryl and Jerry at Jerry's apartment, um, and Meryl's right. like sitting there, literally eating fucking bonbons. Right. And she's like, "Hey, Jerry, give me something to drink, you little." bitch uh, (laughs) Courtney Cox attitude (laughs) she's got that big uh, Courtney Cox attitude Um, and uh, yeah she's swinging her cocks around (laughs) Um, so Jerry's getting very perturbed he's like not he's not with it yeah they're starting to bottle opener for her can opener that they're trying to find yeah. And uh, she's like, I'll find it for you, you piece of shit. Yeah. And he's like, it's not over there. I told you. Where'd you put it? I told blah, you. Blah, blah. Do you think I'm an idiot? And then his parents call, and they're telling him, like, how did you get married without telling us? And he's like, I'm not really married. And right. Blah, blah. I'm fake married, Mom. Don't worry. And then, of course, his dad's like, I knew it. Of course he wouldn't marry a girl without letting us know. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then the phone call ends, and then Kramer comes in. Kramer's tired because he can't sleep without his fucking blankie. Right, um, his quilt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I said blankie because that is a that's a four year old problem to have. That is like, <laughs> what? You're you're either too hot or you're too cold. Yeah, he goes through this whole like, oh, I turn on the heat and I'm too hot, and then I open the window, and I'm too cold. And it's like... <laughs> hey, Dakota, you've been there, right? Being too hot and too cold. Right. Yeah. You need, like, that perfect blanket to just be like, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. This is it. Do I put my feet out? Do I yeah. put them in? I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. 
I'm like, just throw a fucking sweater on, dude. Like, <laughs> not hard. <laughs> like, but what about, yeah, like, I've had those moments where, like, it's, you know, the fan is on and it's, like, really cold, but you put on a blanket and it's too hot. But, yeah, if you put your foot out just a little bit, you have your arm out just a little bit, then you it, get like, the, equals it out. You get the one leg over the blanket with yeah. the blanket in between your legs yeah. so your knees don't touch. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a dope move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's the, that's the clutch move. Summertime. <laughs> Or you put, like, a pillow in between those legs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, then Kramer comes in, and, uh, of course, the can opener is in his fucking pocket. And uh, Jerry and Meryl just basically, like, tore each other's heads off for no good reason. Um, But but already it seems like the marriage is not off on a firm footing. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, Elaine shows up with uh, Jerry and George, and then they all start talking about the uh, the wiping of the bottle. Yeah. Uh, and then George wants Elaine to ask Greg not to tell. Um, and then uh, Kramer comes in, he begs Jerry to go get the quilt because he needs it so bad. He's mm-hmm. going to meet Anna's parents today. Right, and he hasn't been sleeping this whole time, and he's, like, all pale now. Yeah. And uh, Elaine makes a comment like, man, you're really pale, like... Yeah. Dude, if you're going to be, like, seeing your uh, girlfriend later, you got to look, like, way better. Yeah, totally. And so then uh, right before Jerry leaves, Meryl calls, and they fight about something. And it's like, I don't even know what it was because the dialogue was so, like, vague. It was like, <laughs> well, how would I know? Right. You know? And then that I think that's a, a commercial break, too. Yeah, that feels like an act break or something. Um and then we uh, we switch to Jerry at the dry cleaner, uh, and the quilt is not ready. And then Kramer comes in and flips out at the dry cleaner. Um, <laughs> right, right. Uh, and Jerry makes something up. He's like, oh, that's just my friend, and he's like an older brother to me. Uh, and he takes things very personally when they happen to me. <laughs> he's like, if I was this dry cleaner, I'd already be like, you guys have like already stolen like six hundred dollars out of my pocket from this 25 percent off you've already yeah it, not feeling way this. used your uh over your right yeah exactly uh and uh while he's at the dry cleaner this hot french chick comes in and she's like i need to wash these negligees <laughs> and he's yeah. like that's 13 dollars," and she's like oh I'd have $13, but I spent it all on crack from being a crack whore. And Jerry's like, did you say crack whore? (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) I'm all about crack whores. Yeah, exactly. I hope you're 17. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you say you're 17. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so. So then, like, yeah, they quickly, like, they start eye fucking each other. Mm-hmm. They haven't. They haven't like actually interacted yet because we switch over to Elaine at the health club, uh, and Greg doesn't wipe down the seat. Right. George is all like, "Ah, he broke the club rules. If he tries to tell on me, I'll tell on him." Yeah. Right. Right. And I guess that's a big thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I've been at a lot of gyms, and like, I've seen people wipe it down. I myself wipe it down, but also, I don't care. Again. I'm not a germaphobe. What like, am I getting from someone's sweat? Yeah, That's what I, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to sit in, like, a wet, sweaty, sweaty seat, per se. Right. But, like, I'm not getting AIDS from someone's fucking sweat, dude. No. No. Like. You just get their funk. I mean, I guess you just smell like them. That's what I feel which like. Is, which wouldn't be pleasant. But mm-hmm. I'm not gonna die. No, you're not gonna die. It's just gross. It's more so yeah. than than like, oh, it's it's hygienic or something. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, never been a huge hang up for me. I don't Right. We talked about this Same when thing there like, was like hair in the in the food in the right. last episode. Right. Where it's like if I saw a hair in my salad, I would pull the hair out and keep eating the fucking salad. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it was a pube, then I'd be like, um, <laughs> then wasn't enjoying the salad in the first place. It's either a curly hair or a pube. Which yeah. <laughs> I would just like, I, I find it odd when you, you're you seeing some like long hair in like a food, but the cook doesn't have long hair. 
Yeah. You're like, well, where did that come from? <laughs> his mistress, Daryl. <laughs> yeah. His mistress. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I got a hair and Dakota was making some food, I'd be like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but if it was, like, me making, like, some food and, like, a long hair came around, you'd be like, wait, what? What the fuck, Daryl? Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, I've been hiding these hairs <laughs> this whole time. They put, that's the secret ingredient. <laughs> So, yeah, so she's kind of like, what? No, like, this is a cool sign. Greg loves me because he's letting me soak in his sweat. Which is just such a gross <laughs> sign of affection. Yeah. She needs to hang out with this guy outside of a health club. Is right. My main right. thought. Find out if it's for real. Um, so then we cut to Jerry with the French girl. Do we ever learn her name, by the way? Uh, no, I don't think so. No, she's just like... Just French girl. French hottie. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I think at this time, too, we cut to... We see uh, Kramer in the tanning booth at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we get there. Um, so Jerry's offering to pay for the girl's uh, dry cleaning. And then she runs out. She's ashamed. Jerry runs after her. And they fucking smooch, so... Uh, <laughs> Another weird seed. Right. Yeah. I understand what they're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the infidelity yeah. Of, of Jerry and his fake marriage. Yeah. And yeah. and he does think to himself, like, it is like this, like, oh, it's a sham of a marriage. I don't want it. And it's like, yeah, but what about the, like, real, real relationship, though, that you were with? Like, you're still <laughs> yeah. cheating on her. Like, it's still like a... Yeah. You're not, like... She sleeps in your bed, Jerry. Yeah. Like, where do you think this is going with the French girl? It feels, like, really surreal. Like, that scene feels, like, almost not realistic, almost, like, mm-hmm. kind of fantasy-like. Yeah. Definitely. Kind of the whole, like, fake marriage thing, it feels very surreal, like, how they're both reacting to mm-hmm. it. I feel like... It feels- they're playing house, for sure. They're... they're. It's like a cosplay or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this this is the type of strain that relationships can't endure when they've only been happening for like two or three weeks. Yes, clearly. Which is, yeah, yeah. That's and, why you don't get married within two or three weeks of meeting mm, a person. Mm, <laughs> mm, <laughs> message, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, they're clearly like um, splitsville, or they're kind of Jerry's. Jerry's definitely not into it anymore. He's right. Like, I want to hit on whichever you know you know, weird, strange comes my way uh, that doesn't have $13. Um, And so, yeah, we have Kramer in the tanning bed, um, Elaine and Greg, uh, and he wants to talk to the manager now because he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take any excuse I can to talk to her. Right. And so then Elaine basically, like, uh, she mentions like her fake engagement to Kramer. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get married when I'm 50." Right. Which was like a thing that her and Kramer did. Some dumb thing. Yeah. Um, but also like, I don't know if this is a real guy move. Like, uh, guys, have you ever like told a bunch of like a girl like, "Hey, you see that girl over there? I'm gonna boat her." Yeah. Or like I'm going to I'm going to really I'm going to hit her up, man. Yeah. Like I mean, like, no why would he why would Greg tell Elaine that any of that? Like I would only say that to someone that I knew I like was only friends with or someone that I didn't even consider romantically, you know? I mean, I guess that's why he told her. It's because now it clearly conveys that like, oh yeah, this yeah, Greg's not like, into her. Bro, does he have like fucking eyeballs in his skull? Like, does he not see fucking Elaine like right there? You're, like, you're talking like you're Elaine's father or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, exactly. She is a great piece. Like, she's a catch, man. Yeah. Anybody should be lucky to have her. If you don't know what you got right in front of you, Greg, <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. Greg. You don't know what you're missing. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we talk about it a lot. Like, um, Greg looks like a buff Mark Norman. Um, Like, he's not the best-looking guy, honestly. And Elaine's fucking Elaine, dude. I think Mark Norman would take that as a compliment. I'm sure, you know, nothing against Mark Norman. Um, No, he loves Seinfeld. Yeah, sure. Who doesn't love Seinfeld? Well, 
uh, aside from some past guests. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mark Norman's a great, fine guy. He's not Brad Pitt. Right, you of know? course. Yeah, right, right, right. I don't think he's under the illusion that he is Brad Pitt. He's, like, no. very regular degular looking guy <laughs> like most yeah most comics most people are that way yeah like oh yeah you're just an average dude yeah so i just say that in order to say that like if mark norman had the chance to get with elaine he would like oh yeah he beg, totally... borrow and steal to make it happen yes yes mm-hmm. and so too i feel greg should be like appreciative Dude, of what's right in front of him. i That's would all I'm hit up julia louis dreyfus today yeah like still with her being like a few years older than me like a good like 15 years older than me yeah i'd still be like yeah let's do it no totally but she's been married to the same guy since, like, the 80s. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Julia, I'm here for you. Yeah. Take that, Brad Hall. Yeah, when you when you find your real... <laughs> when you get your shit together and you find out that that guy's actually not that cool, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be waiting. <laughs> the father of your two children. Yep. Fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck um... that guy. <laughs> So, uh, so uh, Elaine, she mentions the engagement, and then she snaps her suspenders on her yeah. ridiculous exercise suit <laughs> on her tits, yeah, and, yeah, and snaps her nips, uh, and <laughs> nice <laughs> face. Um, and that's when uh, that's when George walks up, uh, right, and they uh, that's when the confrontation happens, right? Yes, yeah. So uh, we and then. From that, we quickly cut to uh, Kramer is asleep in the tanning bed, snoring very right. loudly. We get right. a moment of that. Um, kind of didn't shock me. I felt like that's where they were going. Of course. With this. When I heard he was super tired and he was going to be tanning. Yes. And I knew that Anna was no black. No other way. <laughs> I was like, mm, yes, I know where this is going. <laughs> right. It's a crazy end, right. dude. Yeah. But but then like with the reveal of you know the tanning like that's not like the like surprising part but it's also like oh the people that he's meeting are black oh okay. yeah this is now like very dated yeah very like wow we're making jokes like this in ninety four yeah interesting I feel like how do we feel about I, blackface it's blackface right. I mean, they don't call it blackface, but obviously it's, it's yes, yeah. that's the joke, is that he's tan, or that he's obviously like a, a dark complexion, and he's showing up to a, a black person's house. But I mean, he's he's like portraying someone who made a tanning mistake. He's right. not like... He's not showing up... He's not doing trying like to Al be... Jolson or right, anything right, like right. that. I mean... Right, and I think that's how they get away with it, probably. Yeah. Um, it's more but, about the embarrassment of like, what yes, is he what was he, what's he doing? Right, right, right. Because clearly, what? like, yeah, everybody is like, why the fuck would you show up this tan? Uh, but given what we know about Michael Richards <laughs> and his <laughs> yeah. public disgraces, yeah. how do we feel about the blackface? <laughs> um, this is also like, what if this was his like <laughs> story he pitched? Like, it's his. Only one story credit is that he's like, hey, guys, what if Kramer showed up in blackface? <laughs> I could do a whole soft shoe routine. Giddy up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Because also that's the – I think part of the joke is too is that like you never know that his girlfriend's black this whole time. Well, we see her at the beginning of the episode. Really? I don't yeah. remember that part. Yeah, they come She's in. She's in the hallway. Yeah. Oh. Okay. He's like, we ate a bunch of pancakes. Right. <laughs> I like that because it symbolizes their relationship is better because they both ate pancakes. Yes. So it's like... Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes. I remember that part. Yes. Yeah. Because I thought, like, not only was the blackface revealed, it was like that he's also meeting a black family, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we kind of... I feel like we could have used a little bit more establishment of Anna's race. Maybe would have helped that right. along. I mean, she really better. doesn't. It's like at the beginning and at the end, like she's not really like throughout the episode. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe we just needed a scene of like, like at 
Anna's dad's apartment. Mm -hmm. She's like, hey, my grandma flew in. And like like a phone call conversation between her Mm -hmm. and Kramer Mm -hmm. where he's like, I'm so tired. I don't know if I can make it. I've been trying. And she's just like, oh, my grandma flew in to meet you, Kramer. And like, right, right. You know, we could, we could, we just could have had like a little bit more reinforcement for sure. of who Anna was and what her family was going to be like. But when they're both revealed at the same time, it just, yeah, it almost feels like they're doing it for the shock value of Kramer and Blackface. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it seems like a very low hanging fruit, mm-hmm. like kind of like, okay, this is obviously, yeah, it's a joke. Sure. Yeah. Because is it a great long. joke? Like, is it something that you're like, oh boy? Like, yeah. Out of all the like things that happen throughout Kramer's like you know wackiness, is it like I don't remember this or I don't he think people are going to be like, oh, remember the time when he showed up in blackface? He there were there's like so many zanier ways that Kramer could have wound up in blackface. A, right. Like, right. And B, if you tan. You you come out orange. You don't come out yeah. right. You don't come out you don't, black. You don't come out brown. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. And he also cutting to a later episode too, like the, like in season nine, like he starts like using butter and like you know he's he gets all golden brown as well. Yeah. And uh, you know somebody mistakes him for like a turkey. Yeah. And like that's the whole thing where it's like okay, like how many times are we gonna like cook? Kramer. (laughs) We've exhausted head trauma, so we... Yeah, Yeah, he's already been a serial killer. Well, what else can we do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, I just... Man, there could have been, like... He could have been, like, picking up money as a painter to, like, try and buy her a set of combs for her hair or some bullshit. and, like, some, like, you know, paint thinner or something falls on him splashes himself in black paint or something right right. like Like some grease and he can't get the grease off or something yeah yeah he's got to get his car fixed and he right goes to a (laughs) mechanic that newman recommended or something you know there were so many yeah clearly guys we've written a lot of blackface material yeah Because my dudes talking about Fox News. Fox News, take note. Be like the worst podcast. Three white dudes talking about blackface. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Watch out, Trudeau. We're coming for you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I think it's obviously in '94 probably hit really well. People were like, "Wow, that's of course, yeah, that's that's what an inventive use of blackface." (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. Like. A modern version of it. <laughs> and they probably even had to say, like, I'm sure there was a censor that's like, dude, that's blackface. And they're like, it's not. He's just really tan. Yeah. It's more implied. Yeah. I feel like, like it yeah. is more You have implied. to put it in your yeah. head that that's what's going on. Of course. Rather when, than straight out saying it. And, like, no one says, like, blackface, but Anna's dad does say, like, I was supposed to meet your boyfriend, and you said he was going to be white, but all I see is a damn fool. And it's kind of implied that, like, they're offended by him wearing blackface, even though, yeah. I I think he even says white boy. Yeah, exactly. Like, I thought he was going to be a white boy, and you show up with a damn fool or something, and I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) He is a damn fool. (laughs) (laughs) Should have not done that. Um, I like like that also, like, we can say white boy, and, and nobody cares. Yeah. Well, are you... Have you ever been disparaged for being a white boy, Daryl? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I just don't want to be called a boy. Yeah, I'm a white man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a real white man, man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm I pay my bills and drink. Anytime all... I want to buy a Maxim, I walk right into the store and I buy it myself with my money from my big boy job. I'm a white man. <laughs> Yeah, not a white boy, a white man. God, oh man. Um, so, <laughs> all right, let's just close the book on the whole Kramer blackface so, thing. Then we have, uh, yeah, Meryl calling uh, Jerry out. Basically, uh, well, she picks up the dry cleaning. Right, yeah, she finds all the finds out that he's really tiger print. Teddy's mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Jerry's new. <laughs> oh, it's for your wife. These yeah. are for you know your husband brought them in, and she's like, really? Yeah. 
dun dun dun, and yeah. then he's always like, "We'll always have the pancakes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they have a quote unquote divorce, and he lets her keep the maple syrup. Right, right. Again, fluid exchange. Yeah, um, wow. and again, it's like a whole six dollars, maybe. Cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, and then we uh, we end with a little bit of stand-up. Uh, it's crazy how often people get married. Like, right. oh, I want to spend my life with you every single day. Right. That should really just be like three people every century. <laughs> um, I kind of see where he's coming from on this. I get it. It's I not get great. It. I wouldn't say it's in his specials, but um, still solid. It took me a really long time to find somebody that I wanted to see every single day. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. What about I, you, Dakota? For me to, well, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. There's not a lot of people I want to see every single day. No. As but... someone who's found that person, though, this bit still rang true for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. 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 Hard agree. <laughs> it's, it's hard to be with someone every single day, even if they're your favorite yeah. person. Right. Yeah. How often do you see your significant other? Like constantly every single day? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We live together. Right. And yeah. She, but she works a lot and I work a lot, but yeah, we see a lot. But yeah, I still ha- like I I don't get like I get excited to see her. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I was going to say she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, well the girlfriend that I do not have is also listening. Fuck yeah. you, girlfriend that I don't have. <laughs> From the future. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in a month when this debuts, if you have a girlfriend, this mm. will look really bad, Daryl. Well, the girlfriend that's potentially out there in the future, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. You've uh, had Daryl's s- massive hog. <laughs> so yeah. much entertainment just given to you for free before you even knew me. <laughs> Wow. Oh, wow. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Dakota, did you like it? Are you in? I did, yeah. I liked it a lot. Uh, I did. I just liked the like weird fake marriage because it, you're, it didn't feel like this wouldn't happen in real life. No, it wouldn't. But, no, it would not. But they did it for the sake of the bit or the... Yes. And that's what I love that Seinfeld does. It's more for like, not the... It's for the bit. Like, yes, it's, it's kind of like yeah. they're all just there to make I this feel, bit happen sometimes, yeah, which I, I like. The way that they played it is like this is clearly like the poison pill for any mm-hmm. relationship, and like if, I think about like times when I've been hitting it off with a girl in a bar, and it's like, oh, well, we should get married, and like you do that for like an hour, and then by the end of the hour, you're like. I never fucking want to talk to you ever again. This right. Is so goddamn annoying. Right. <laughs> and it's right. like, yeah, this is this is how it really fucking be, you know? Yep. Yeah. I've had that multiple dates where, like, yeah, halfway through the date, you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this is shit. Or this, <laughs> this is, is not going to go anywhere. <laughs> but then you yeah, have totally. to play out the rest of the date or whatever, even though you, yeah. you kind of want to be at that point, go like, so you want to just call it like you just want to like not do this anymore and go our separate ways and save ourselves an hour and a half. <laughs> well, we've, we've talked about this when you're on a date and the other person is like, oh, so you want to like go grab a drink? And you're like, you could go grab a drink without me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't want to pay for you to have a drink. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's always a bad sign is that if, if you ask to do anything and they're like, Nah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm actually good doing the exact opposite, which yeah. would be not nothing. Why don't you go to a bar and I'll go to a different bar. <laughs> or yeah, like if you ask like you want to go get dessert after dinner, if they're like, "Yeah," you're like, "Okay, good sign." If they're mm-hmm. like, "No, I hate dessert." You're like, "Oh." Yeah. It's probably not a good sign. What if they say dessert killed my father? My yeah, dad died of a, a ice cream overdose yeah, or something. It was a, <laughs> it, was a it was a Hershey's kiss <laughs> through the eye. It was a, a <laughs> Ben and Jerry actually murdered my dad. Yeah. <laughs> like both of them came over to the house. You know what's funny is they have uh they have a Ben and Jerry's graveyard at the Ben and Jerry's factory really? where they 
where they like have tombstones for all the flavors that they don't make anymore. Oh, okay. And that's also where they buried Daryl's dad. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the one actual tombstone there is kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That they would flex that hard on you, Daryl. That's not cool. Yeah, there's a there's a Dave Matthews band flavor and my dad right next <laughs> to each other. <laughs> Well, they did that because they knew you would appreciate it. It's like two things I love. Right. Thank you. One sweet world and my dad <laughs> right next to one of each other. That's awesome. Um, so Dakota, it was a great to have you on this episode. Yeah. Um, where Thanks can people follow me. you? You can follow me uh, on my Instagram, uh, Dakota Comedy Master for stand up stuff, or you can follow Dakota Cartoon. I make cartoons and comics and yes drawing and stuff yeah yeah very cool very cool you guys know what to do with us you can follow us on the show notes like comment subscribe yada 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 and until next time keep it sponge worthy <laughs>